What's up, everybody? Roy here, and you are listening to the Balanced Mail podcast series. You know, today's episode is going to be a start of something I want to do on this podcast, and also what I've been wanting to do in my life. And I wanted to keep myself <laughs> sort of on the ball with this, and I thought, what better way than to to share this new tradition with you guys as a way of, you know, y'all, y'all keeping me on board with this. Um, and what it is, is this sort of a tradition of holding a space, uh, focus with the focus of communion and, you know, communion, the definition is it's the sharing and exchanging of intimate thoughts, feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level. And I know for those of you that are Christians or engage with, with this narrative and, and, and read the Bible or have been to any church, you know what communion is. And I'll get to the communion for a second. But, you know, a part of what I do and what I, I kind of speak to you guys with with balance is, is focusing on the mental and the spiritual. That's something that, that I, um, very, I take very important or take very seriously is just focusing on things that help my mental and my spiritual. And so quiet moments of reflection are pivotal for me. And it's, it's brought me focus. It's brought me clarity. And with regards to the spiritual is, you know, I've been re-engaging with, with God and with this side of me. And I've just felt this call to, to be more mindful of holding the space. And I want to share sort of just these thoughts and these ideas that I've been having in a way that I think can help us have clarity and focus with, uh, with this side of us. You know, if you have a part of you that is, is engaging with God, and you're a Christian and, and all of that. And so that's essentially what I'm going to be doing. And I want to do this every Sunday. Spend a few minutes just sharing one, one or two things and to focus on something that I'm finding of importance and value with Jesus and with God. And and so communion for us, I know it can be very loaded because it was very much a, a part of service that was the most important part. It's the part with us as Christians, we were supposed to reflect on, you know, the death, the burial, and the rebirth of Jesus. That is sort of the foundation of our faith, uh, that, that sacrificial atonement of Jesus in, in allowing us to have grace and sort of the the forgiveness of all of our sins. And so we would take a moment in in church to have a time of quiet reflection where we would we would break some bread or have crackers and that was to represent the body and we would break the bread in a way to to remind us of what happened to Jesus's body as he was on the cross and we would drink grape juice or wine as sort of remembrance of the blood that was shed for us. And as a kid, I, I always knew that this was the most important part of the service. I mean, you would, 
things would get very quiet, very solemn. Um, and I always remember knowing that like, if there's one time that I'm supposed to be the quietest, this is it. Like, don't, you, you know, you could goof off all you want to in church, but don't goof off during communion because it's important. It's the foundation. And I remember watching people just crying, you know, when they would take part in the, the breaking of the bread and, and, and drinking the wine and things like that. And, and I can even remember myself crying as I'm taking communion and focusing on this. And so, but I have this kind of like conflicted sort of, it, it's very conflicting thoughts for me because for one, I, I, what ended up happening for me with communion was I would identify so much with my sin, quote unquote sin, what I did wrong, and I would feel like crap. And I would be very just beaten down. Because that's kind of what we're taught. We're taught to to take communion and to feel, think about the sin that we've done, think about all that we've done, and why we put Jesus up on a cross and all of that. And that is the opposite of what I want to do with this. Because as I've re-engaged in this and read and my own prayer and my own walk and my own just sort of understanding and, and study is like, I don't want anyone to feel that. I don't think that's why we're supposed to think about Jesus and the cross. I don't think we're supposed to, to feel beaten down. Um, and so that's what I'm going to do is in my hopes is just to kind of share a few minutes of just a thought I'm having um, because because I'm feeling a lot freer in my life in the spiritual side with with God and, and with my walk and like I said I'm I'm constantly engaging with the spiritual side of me and the mental side of me and and I want to share that with you. And so my hope is that as we are going through this, that I can allow you guys or you all to, to have some time to hold the space for that, hold the space for, for peace and for clarity and just to hopefully feel a little bit lighter as we go through the rest of our week. And so as, as I come to hold this space and think of Jesus and think of a theme. I'm sort of drawn to two, not two, there's about three, a couple of things that, that I'm going to, that have kind of kept coming up for me. One of them is this idea and it was brought to us by uh, Andy Stanley he uh he mentioned this this thought of how Jesus drew circles instead of lines and Jesus was including and then and it was less about making people drawing lines in the sand 
and more about showing people freedom. And and in a lot of ways, an inclusion that they didn't have. You know, there's this this author, Peter Rollins, and he wrote in this book, How Not to Speak of God. And he talks about this idea of, of Jesus and the central interpretive tool that Jesus employed. And he called it the prejudice of love. And that he exhibited the prejudice of love when interpreting the Bible or scriptures in relation to his concrete interaction with those who were poor, weak, and marginalized. And he said that, and why that struck me with the idea of, you know, Jesus drawing circles is because the people he was talking to were people that all their life they knew were lines, rules, regulations. And I'm not saying that that rules and this stuff are wrong, but I think what happened was what started out as a freedom of life turned into rules becoming sort of the rules were God. And you were so concerned with what you were doing that it held people down instead of bringing people up. And I think when I'm engaging, and I use the word engaging, and I use engaging as like when I'm reading and praying and studying and stepping into that space where I'm really kind of walking with God. And and it's just so funny how I say that, like holding the space for God and engaging with God in in that way. Um, Like I feeling, I'm feeling freer and it's this new way of looking at things that for me, I never had, you know, I never really looked at life or like being a Christian or reading the Bible or any of that as this thing that, that like freed me. It, it, it always felt like it was adding more chains to me. And I lost the focus of what it was supposed to be. And so I was drawing more lines in the sand than allowing Jesus to draw the circles to include me. And so then as I was thinking about that and in inclusion, I was thinking about, i not thinking, there's this, this guy, David Hayward, and he, he has this Instagram uh, page. It's the Naked Pastor, and he's an artist and a pr- pastor and very powerful stuff, but he has this little cartoon. And in this cartoon, there's all of these, these people drawing lines. And then you have this, in the middle of the picture, there's this, this, this drawing of Jesus. And so the, these guys drawing lines have these giant pencils. And Jesus has his pencil upside down, and he's erasing the lines. And I, I just sit and stare at that, and, and I'm just like, that, that's the point. I can't stop thinking about that's the point. And a lot of, a lot of times when I would read the Bible or I would be at church or I'm listening to people talk or I'm doing this, just whatever, this, this like quote unquote walk with God, it just felt like pressure and it felt like more lines. And I would lose focus on the fact that Jesus was not doing that. 
And I don't think that it's a soft thing to say that he was erasing the lines. I don't think it's a, a misguided way of saying he was trying to include everyone. I just think that that's harder than erasing the lines are harder than drawing them. And so this week is, and so as I start that and I start this communion and I hope that we can see as we're as, as I do this more that, that we can all get into this idea of that we can engage with God and, and it's, it, it brings us some sort of freedom because, because we don't need any more pressure. We don't need any more rules. We don't need any more things in our life holding us down. There's so many more, there's so much in there already, right? And so as I'm, as I'm holding space for communion and, and for God and for Jesus, I'm thinking about the erasing of lines in my life and the inclusion, being included in something and being known by the source of it all. And I think that's pretty cool. And as I wrap up this sort of this talk and this communion, I want to leave us with a, a scripture. And it's Matthew eleven twenty eight, And it says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. All of you take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's was Jesus' message to us. To come to him, to to let go, to be free. As I've read and studied these gospels and, and the books of Jesus and and people's accounts and all of it, it, it the theme is freedom, the theme is love, the theme is easy. And I don't mean easy as a sense of like, not any less than, it's just like, it wasn't supposed to be as hard as it has been for a lot of us. It wasn't supposed to be a new set of, of laws and chains to put on us. It was meant to be something that frees us. And I hope that if, if this is something that you want to engage in and you want to to make a part of your life that it frees you that it lightens your load and that's the point so thank you guys for listening I hope that as your week goes you can come back to the scripture whenever you need to that you can hold the space for this Hold the space for Jesus and God in your life in whatever way you need to, whatever way that helps you, whatever way that frees you, whatever way that that, that brings you closer to the connection and the source. And I won't always be talking this much. This is sort of, I'm just trying to lay a foundation for what I'm wanting. Uh, if, if you tune in every other, for the rest of these Sundays that I do it, it'll probably be, you know, five to ten minutes. And that's 
That's all I think we need because that's what reflection is about. It's it's not about it's less about me talking and more about you know all of us sort of reflecting and contemplating this. So I hope that this helps bring peace and engages with you and you can expect something next Sunday and hopefully the Sunday's coming up. So peace to all you guys. Be excellent to each other and I'm just a channel. I'm not the source. <laughs>